Hi, this is Kirk Reiner, and welcome to the initial podcast of The Daily Commute. Uh, it's March 21st. And, yes, I just had to check the date. Ha! Uh, March 21st, 2005. Uh, the Daily Commute is a bit of a misnomer. Uh, uh, it's, I don't anticipate being able to do this podcast on a daily basis, but uh, I called it the daily commute because I'm going to be recording it on my daily commute into New York City, uh, because that is the time when I have the most free time to be able to be recording this podcast. Um, I, I live in northern New Jersey, and I make the commute into New York City uh, at least three days a week uh, on a train from New Jersey Transit. Uh, the train goes from the station in Lincoln Park, where I pick it up, into Hoboken, where I that uh, Hoboken is famous for a being the birthplace of Frank Sinatra and also for having the most bars per square mile. I think it's in the Guinness Book of World Records for that. Um, from Hoboken, which is also in New Jersey, I get on a second set of trains that are called Path Trains, which go under the Hudson River and take me to my final destination on 33rd Street, where I get off and I walk from 33rd Street to my office, which is at 2 Penn Plaza, which is immediately adjacent to Madison Square Garden. Uh, it overlooks Madison Square Garden. Uh, we had a heck of a time this past summer for during the Republican National Convention. Uh, it, was, it was all blocked off in a security uh, corridor. Uh, we had a special ID, and there it's all blocked off with cops and dump trucks blocking the streets and uh, some such. So that was that was fun. Uh, we worked from home pretty much the whole time, except for I went in one day just to see what it was like. Um, give you a little idea of uh, my commute. It, takes about, uh, total, my commute takes about an hour and 20 minutes for both trains plus the walk. Um, the initial train from New Jersey Transit is about 40 to 45 minutes, and then between switching trains and, and the path is another 20 to 30 minutes, and then and then the walk is about five minutes, so an hour and twenty minutes total. So I have, I have about three hours of commuting per day when I go into the city. I'm lucky enough to be able to work from home two days a week, usually uh, more or less, depending on the situation that week. I work for a computer software company. I won't give the name because I don't I don't blog about my work uh, for various reasons, most of which uh, it's too easy to get fired for blogging at your work. And uh, we don't want that. Uh, plus, there's no reason for me to blog about my work. Um, a little bit of uh, technical information. Um, when when I'm recording the podcasts uh, remotely or mobile mobily, 
Um, I'm going to be using my pocket PC, which is a Dell Axon X3 that I bought uh, well, probably uh, about a year ago. Um, it's a it's a neat little unit. Uh, it's it's uh, it's served me well. I might pick up the new the new Dell Axon soon. Dell Axum X3 and it has recording capabilities it has a built-in microphone which I'm using uh, I have it set at the lowest level of gain so I cut out the train ambient noise and so I can talk lowly into the microphone with it close to my mouth so I don't attract undue attention except for looking like a crazy person talking to my PDA um, when I put all the pieces of the podcast together, I'm going to be using a Windows XP PC and using a GPL. No, um, let me back up. Um, also, on the, the Axon, I'm using a free application called Note M, which records directly into MP3 format. Um, it's a uh, it's a neat little thing. It has a it has an interesting bug um, that uh, interesting bug that um, you have to exit the application if you if you stop recording and want to record a, another time you have to exit the application and then go back in else it doesn't record properly. I'm hoping for an update to the application to resolve that. Uh, so I'm going to watch the site uh, for an, an update. Um, the um, so when I get so when I get the MP3s to my PC, um, I'm going to use an application called Audacity, which uh, is is also a free application. It's open source. It's uh, called Audacity. It's on SourceForge, and it allows you to manipulate uh, sound files in all sorts of neat ways. And uh, it's going to allow me to piece together all the different MP3 files that I'm going to use: uh, voice files, music files, uh, intro files, bumper music, uh, songs if I have them. Um, if I can find pod safe music and uh, put it all together and then export it as mp3 it uh, uses the lame mp3 lame mp3 encoder to do its business and uh, from there what I'm going to do is upload the mp3 file to my web web hosting service which is POWWEB, P-O-W-W-E-B. I've had them for a, a couple of years now. Uh, POWWEB is, uh, is a nice, inexpensive host. So it's less than $10 a month. And they give you a lot of bandwidth and, and decent amount of storage. And uh, for my blogging software, I use WordPress, which is, uh, is another GPL piece of software. WordPress.org is where you pick that up. It's written in PHP and MySQL. 
and then one of the nice things about WordPress is that uh, it has the ability to do podcasts which require RSS 2.0 enclosures has the ability to do podcasts right out of the box uh, you just need to add a custom field called enclosure in uh, in your post when you when you make a post. So I have a I have a special category in WordPress called podcast um, or podcasts. I forget what it is. Uh, you, you'll be able to tell when you're on my site uh, that the podcast category is the one for this podcast. Um, and uh, if you subscribe to the RSS feed for that category, which I have uh, a special link for, uh, you'll be able to use iPodder, subscribe to that feed, and you'll be able to uh, uh, be able to subscribe to this podcast, uh, which hopefully you'll find interesting. commute right now. We're kind of in a nameless, faceless section of my commute. I haven't been paying attention. Um, hmm. oh, well, I'll update you where we are as soon as we pass a, a, a station or a landmark that I can that I can give you. I'm going to take a break and take a sip of coffee, so bear with me. i got to get my coffee in the morning. can't do without my coffee in the morning. Giant cup of McDonald's coffee. McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts coffee are the best, as far as I'm concerned. So, let's see. Uh, we just see we're passing some houses now. I think we'll pass the station. Oh, train going the other direction. Small train. Let's see. Are we coming up on the station? Um, let's see. It looks like we're coming up on a station. Sorry for the dead air here. Nope. No station. Just on just an industrial area. Most of my commute's kind of bleak. I'm on an earlier train this morning than I usually am, so it's it's an express from from the Great Notch Station, which is in, in uh, Little Falls, New Jersey. It's an express from that station to Hoboken, so we don't make any stops. Oh, another sip of coffee. Coffee's the rocket fuel of computer science, as many of you may know. Fueled many a night, many a late night session of coding or system administration. Um, yeah, this is a pretty crappy section of tracks that we're going through. It's graffiti filled and and. Uh, uh, crapped out building with all the windows knocked out. Pretty 
pretty uh, pretty nasty. Um, anyway, so more about me, I guess. Dating person, I don't think. I guess working in New York City is fascinating to some people. Or living near New York City is fascinating to some people. Or being able to go into New York City on a regular basis. You know, I'm in there, you know, at least three days a week. Um, sometimes, you know, when, when you are so close, you, you take it for granted. Um, you know, it's... Uh, I only have been to the Statue of Liberty twice in my life, even though I'm, you know, less than half an hour away. I, I, uh, I only went very recently. It was the first time I went, maybe less than five years ago. It was the first time I've been to the Statue of Liberty. Uh, I've, I've been to the World Trade Center, you know, maybe five, uh, three or four times before, you know, September 11th. Um, you know, doing the touristy thing, going to the top. But uh, I've never been to the Empire State Building, even though it's, you know, a block from my work. I've never gone to the top of the Empire State Building. You know, I guess you take it for granted. Um, which is a shame. Nope, oh, train going the other direction. You might have heard that. I don't, I don't know if the gain on the microphone is too low that uh, that you heard that or didn't hear that, but a, a train just passed in the opposite direction. Oh, we're, we're passing Newark, or we're in Newark right now. We're about to go over a bridge, crossing the river. I'm not sure what river this is. It's kind of dirty, but we're, we're going over a bridge right now. Newark, New Jersey. Adam Curry from the Daily Source Code and former MTV VJ calls this uh, a soundscape tour, I guess. Uh, hopefully I'm doing a good job of describing my commute. I'm, I'm looking up, looking at a, a traffic backup on, uh, on this highway. I'm not exactly sure what highway this is. Um... But uh, I'm moving along nice and nice and fast here on the train in the opposite direction. But uh, the traffic on the highway to my left is uh, is backed up pretty good. So wherever these commuters are going is uh, is gonna wait. I'm gonna get another swig of coffee. Trains don't move as fast as some of you may possibly think. They're uh, they're actually pretty slow. I'd say maybe the fastest speed they go is maybe 40 miles an hour, but they don't go that fast most of the time. Um, this train is a diesel train because uh, um, 
they haven't run electrical lines as far out as the station where I pick it up. Um, so the diesel trains don't go nearly as fast as the electric trains. Um, I could switch to an electric train. And the, and the other thing about the diesel trains is the diesel trains don't go all the way straight into New York City because the diesel trains aren't allowed to travel into the tunnel that goes underneath the, the Hudson River uh, because of the pollution, uh, because it would fill the tunnel with uh, smog and then everybody would die that is in the trains. Uh, so only the electric trains are allowed to go in the tunnel underneath the, the river. Um, I could switch trains, um, but that's more of a hassle. If I, you know, got off this train, switched trains, and then got on an electric train to go under the, under the, uh, the river, um, it would take me, like, to Penn Station, which Penn Station is, um, basically directly underneath where my office is uh it's directly underneath to to Penn Plaza uh which would be terribly convenient um but it's uh it, it makes no difference as far as the length of my commute uh I'd get to work at exactly the same time and uh switching trains um where I'd have to switch to get the electric train is terribly inconvenient, so that's why I don't do it. I still commute the way I've been commuting for 10 years, which is on the diesel train, and then switch in Hoboken to the PATH train, go to 33rd Street, and then walk uh, a block. So, um, one thing that's uh, different about Excuse me. One thing that's different for people that have never been to New York City or don't work in a, in a city is that there's a lot of walking involved. Uh, when you work in a in a big city, you you basically walk everywhere. Well, sometimes you take cabs, or sometimes you take the subway, but there's a lot of walking involved. You you, you can get a lot of exercise uh, in the city because you you tend to do a lot of walking um, because sometimes it's just faster to walk than to try and get a cab or try to take the subway. It's just faster to to walk where you have to go. Um, so, you know, like I walk the block from where the train, the path train ends to where my office is. I, granted, it's only a block, but it's, you know, that's a block that I wouldn't walk if I worked in Jersey. I would, I would drive to my office and park in a parking lot and then, then, you know, immediately I'd get into my office. Um, oh, now we're passing the, uh, we're in the Meadowlands, um, which is in Secaucus, New Jersey, and we're passing a big coal-fired power plant. Uh, the reason I know it's coal-fired is there's a giant pile of coal that's uh, it's brought in by barges in, on this river that we're just passing. We're going over a bridge. You might hear the tracks. Uh, um, 
there's a big pile of coal that sits outside um, the power plant and they put it on conveyor belts with bulldozers and they conveyor belt it into the power plant and as we pass we can watch the bulldozers scoop the, the coal onto the onto the conveyor belt to go into the power plant. It's pretty neat to watch. So you can wa I can watch it for you know a minute or two as as the train passes. Um, it's it's kind of neat. And power plant doesn't seem too dirty. It doesn't doesn't seem to belch big piles of smoke into the sky. So. It must have scrubbers on the smokestacks. <laughs> the train has slowed down quite a bit. We're, we're only going about 10 miles an hour now, maybe 15 miles an hour. That's like I said before, the, the diesel trains don't go very fast most of the time. We're coming up on a big switching interchange where a bunch of tracks all come together to go through a set of two tunnels that goes to Hoboken. So I think they have to go through slowly through these, these switches so they get on the right track. I'm going to take another swig of coffee. Okay, we're going in these tunnels. The tunnel had a sign on it that said 1908. So, obviously that's when these tunnels were built, was 1908. So they're almost 100 years old. And they're still in use. So every day, you know, dozens, maybe a hundred trains go through these tunnels to get to Hoboken. And they're a hundred years old. Just started. They just this past year updated the tunnels. To uh, they, they did one at a time, and they updated the tunnels to be, you know, I guess they did for safety and for modernizing the the um, power cables that go through it for the electric trains. It doesn't affect the diesel trains at all, but. My voice may have maybe um, muffled because of the ambient noise caused by the the tunnel. So I apologize if uh, it's hard to hear my voice. side of this tunnel will be in Hoboken, which is the final stop of the train. Yep, we're out. We're in Hoboken now. And I have a nice view of the city. It's a little, a little hazy, a little foggy. 
nice view of Manhattan. I could see the Empire State Building. Uh, my building, my office building is uh, it's a bit smaller, so I can't see it from here. But uh, my office building is in the same direction as the Empire State Building, so I'm kind of looking towards it. kind of looking towards it, looking in the same direction. Um, we're going to pull into Hoboken, into one of the 16 or 17 track, um, track depots, and then I'll get off and I'll walk underground to the path trains. So I'm going to end this recording now, and uh, I'll pick it up again probably uh, probably when I get to work. I'm not going to try and record on the path because it's too crowded and too noisy. So uh, I'm going to sign off for right now. Hi, this is Kurt. Um, I just didn't want to leave everybody hanging the way I ended yesterday's recording abruptly. I'm about three quarters of the way into my morning commute. Uh, we're coming up on the tunnels that I described yesterday. Um, next week I'll probably do some tech reviews. I wanted to talk about Cypher or Cyfire, the um, email encryption and digital signature application. It's very easy to use. Uh, people might want to look into using that for their email needs. Um, I hope you come back next week. I hope you subscribe to the podcast in iPotter. I might go over iPotter as well. iPotter 2.0, which was released uh, last week or this week. Uh, hope everybody comes back. Thanks for stopping by. Take care, everybody.